Love Talk Radio. It's some scriptures out. It's some filters out. It's some thoughts. Damn censor. It's some scriptures out. It's some filters out. It's some thoughts. Damn censor. It's some scriptures out. It's some filters out. It's some Another, oh my God, week on the Naked Talk with Alex Akurji. And yes, my name is Alex Akurji, and you're listening to the Queen of Expression. I'm coming to you live all the way from Lagos, Nigeria. Oh my goodness, I have never experienced anything like I have just experienced in the last two weeks. Was it terrible? <laughs> so much terrible network. Oh my God, we've been having technical issues just trying to connect to the show and to my amazing guest who's joining me live all the way from Brazil. And, you know, I've just been itching to talk to her just to, um, you know, get a feel of, you know, just the amazing work that she does and all. And um, I'm just really excited. So let's not, you know, let's not take this, um, you know, um, let's not just take this, you know, uh, drag this father. I'm just so excited to have my guest. Now, she is a famed author, an amazing author. Um, an award-winning author, by the way, <laughs> and she is as well a lawyer and a law professor, um, an amazing law professor, and she teaches in Brazil, and I'm just so honored to have Adriana Gavazzani, who's joining me live today on the show, and I know we're supposed to be talking about, you know, dreams and hidden pleasures and all of that, and, and um, you know, just uh, how she was able to um, just create the amazing <laughs> work that she has created, you know, and made a lot of us love, really. So, hi, Adriana. Hi, how are you, Adriana? Hello, Alex. How are you? I'm fine here in the hot Brazil today. And how are you? Well, I'm well. Thank you so much. I know that, oh, my God, you've been, <laughs> you've been right here in the studio waiting, and it's been, oh, my God, I can't even explain what it's been for the last two weeks. But first of all, let me just say that I'm so happy that you're here. And that, you know, we're able to connect and, and, you know, and talk. And I know we don't have that much time, but I just wanted to be able to make sure that this conversation happens. Now, for the sake of those who are listening and who are joining us from, you know, just different parts of the world, many of whom may not have had, you know, the pleasure of just connecting with you and your amazing work. Um, who would you say Adriana, you know, who would you say A. Gavazzoni is? Because I know you use the, you use A. Gavazzoni, you know, with your books. So who would you yes, say Adriana really is? I, yes, I do. I was trying to hide behind the A, but it's impossible. Everybody knows my name by now. <laughs> uh, so who is A. Gavazzoni or Adriana Gavazzoni? Well, first of all, I think about myself um, as an open person. I just love to learn. I love to be discover new things, to try new things. I'm a very curious person. I love to learn new cultures, to find new tastes, new ways of life. So I'm a non-judgmental person, and I try to keep an open mind about everything all the time. That's me. Amazing, amazing. Now, for those who are joining us in this conversation, first of all, your, you know, this show is coming to you live. Adriana is all the way in Brazil. I forgot to ask you, Adriana, what's the weather like where you are? Oh, spring is coming, so it's pretty hot right now, and the winter was very weak this year, 
So I'm missing it already. <laughs> Brazil is very hot sometimes, and uh, right now it's very hot indeed. Okay. Well, for those for those who are just joining us uh, today on TNT um, Awake 2, uh, many people dream of who they want to become, but who they end up becoming and who they desire to be, in many cases, are miles apart. Now, today's guest is a practicing lawyer. She's in fact with 26 years, a law professor at a university and author of several little books, including the award-winning psychological thriller Behind the Doors, and Lara's Journal, in which she explores her immense love for storytelling. Now, let me ask you this, Adriana. Um, you know, um, did you always want to be a lawyer, by the way? You're not curious. Yes, I was very young. I was 12 years old when I decided I would be a lawyer. I just opened, uh, I was on vacations. I had finished all the books in my father's library except one. And that book was a, a law book, a code for norms. And when I opened it and I saw all those rules about how people should behave, what people should do and don't, I really loved it. And I asked my father, who works with this? And then he said, lawyers work with this. So I decided to be a lawyer at that moment, very young indeed. Oh my God. So you read that book and because of that book you wanted to become a lawyer. Yes, books always influenced my life. Uh, uh, books are the love of my life. I love to read them. I love to write them and they influenced me a lot, I can tell you. So, okay, so let's say, let, let, let's Let's back up a bit. So you found this book and you asked your father and he said, okay, but, you know, the books are for the lawyers and, and that piqued your interest because you are a lover of books. So how did the lawyer become the law professor and how did the law professor end up a novelist? Well, uh, I always loved to teach. Even when I was a kid, I loved to, to, to teach my, my friends when we were playing. I was always a teacher and I'm a granddaughter and a, a daughter of teachers. My grandmother was a teacher for 40 years and my father was a teacher for 10 or 12 years. And I wanted to teach, and when I was practicing law, uh, on a moment, I decided to study it more, to start uh, uh, teaching and being a professor. From a professor to a writer, uh, well, uh, first of all, Alex, I always tell to everybody, a lawyer is a storyteller. We have to tell stories and convince judges about our clients' uh, rights. And we have uh, to show that in a poetic way because reality is not that poetic, you know. And I, I was always a, a storyteller being a lawyer. And people who re used to read uh, my stories, my clients used to say, hey, you should write a novel. Uh, I feel so bitter uh, in your story. I'm a bad character in your story than in real life. <laughs> so it was a natural thing to become a writer. Wow, wow. Well, so, but, okay, so that's how, you know, and, and I agree with you, you know, I, I love to teach, you know, I'm not a professional teacher, but, you know, I I also, I feel like the teachers really have the best job. You know, I feel like it's a place where, um, you know, just you being able to have the position to impact knowledge, right, and, and you know, mentor and empower and educate someone else and pass on knowledge that you have gained to someone else. I really think that that's a gift, that a unique gift, really, that, you know, teachers, or a unique sort of service that teachers really give to the world. Um, so let me ask you this. I know that, you know, you started out writing, but when you started out writing, you really actually started out writing legal books. Yes, I started writing legal books. I've uh, been in the States, on Columbia University, doing my research for my books. And then France, I studied a little bit in France, researching uh, for for my book on international contracts. But it's legal, it's technical. So you don't show yourself in this kind of book. And I always wanted to show my ideas. 
So I started in legal books, but I always wanted to write novels. Okay. So and and then you found the courage finally to start you know to writing a novel and. You know, there's been quite a bit of uh, interest in the, you know, just in the, you know, in the books that you write. But let me ask you this. What would you say, you know, just before we delve into, you know, the series, because I know that you have two, you know, really major, beautiful books out there right now, and, you know, they're award-winning books, and they've been honored and featured, and you've received awards for them. Let me ask you this. What would you say is the biggest misconception that people have about you? misconception about me. Uh, I believe when people look to my pictures, they think I'm a gorgeous woman, that I'm one of the characters in my books. And I'm not. I'm just a simple girl who loves to go barefoot uh, whenever I'm at home. And I'm not that glorious and I'm not a femme fatale, anything like that. I'm just a simple girl. I love to be a good friend. I love to cook for my friends, to laugh, to play with dogs, to feed the monkeys that usually come to my trees. And uh, I'm not a fatal at all. I'm not any of the characters in my book. <laughs> so all of the people, uh, whenever they read my book, they ask, oh, you are Laura. Uh, and I said, no, I'm not Glenn. You are Simone. No, I'm not. I'm just Adriana. for pure and simple. With a huge imagination, I have attention deficit with hyperactivity. And that brings a lot of imagination to my world. So I can say I live in the world of ideas. It's pure imagination that my work. <laughs> Well, let me just say that I'm guilty. I'm one of those people who looks at your pictures and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like a Hollywood goddess, you know. Used to be Marilyn Monroe. Like, you know, I'm just saying. But <laughs> so, that's, so I guess that's it's, it's very easy and, and I understand, you know, why people can think that, you know, that they can see similarities between you and your characters because really, you know, the, the characters are your creation, your creation of your own imagination. So, it, you know, it's very easy for people to just imagine that, oh, you know, this has to be something some way connected to you or your life. So let me ask you, I know that for a lot of people, you know, finding, sort of following your dreams, right, and discovering their hidden pleasures is a challenge. What would you say has been the challenge really marrying your career as a lawyer with your career as an author? Uh, in my career as a lawyer, uh, I believe it's to do a good job and trying to be impartial, trying to not judge on my own clients or their enemies. And it's very hard because uh, I always try to keep balance. It's a challenge because I'm very Italian, you know, Alex. I'm passionate. I'm always uh, uh, the fighter. I fall in love for subjects, I fell in love for my job, so to keep a balance between my private life, uh, my life as a lawyer, not to make things, not to be uh, too much passionate about my cases, it's a challenge. Uh, I'm, I've been a lawyer for 26, almost 27 years now, and I can tell you, I'm always passionate and I always suffer for my clients. So that's a challenge to be more professional and less, uh, how can I say that, like less inclined to be part of their story, to be part of their dramas and, and troubles. But as a writer, uh, there are many challenges. Uh, bigger challenges than, than being a lawyer because, uh, first of all, I write thrillers and they are erotic and psychological thrillers. So to expose myself to the world, writing about erotica uh, was a challenge of my whole life. I'm a, I'm a private person. Uh, it was very difficult. That was the reason I chose A. Gavazzoni because in some way, I was trying to hide. I was trying to, oh, hello, 
Adriana the lawyer is one. Adriana the writer is another person who has bias <laughs> and erotica is a, a taboo sometimes. It's a forbidden subject. And I didn't want to make so uh the main challenge in being a writer was um to decide to show my face to the world and to publish my novel. Hi, Alice. I can't hear you. Yeah, hi. Sorry. I, I know you lost me there for a moment. Um, <laughs> do you hear me now? Yes, I can hear you. Sorry. That was a technical glitch on our part. Okay, you know what? I was going to ask you this, but um, so let's talk a little bit about writing, like the writing process. Right. I know, you know, um, how are you able to sort of find the time to write? We talked about it that sometimes it's a challenge for you, but how are you, like, you know, how long does it take to sort of come up with a, a story or a book? I mean, your first book, your first novel, how long does it take to sort of put that together? Okay. Uh, you have to understand something about, about lawyers. Then it's going to be easy to understand the writing process. I live according to a schedule. I always have a schedule because we have time to present the fans, we have time for hearings, and it was a matter of organizing better the schedule, uh, finding time, and of course sacrificing some things. Sometimes I sacrifice going out with friends, sometimes I sacrifice uh, traveling, but it's so pleasurable to write. Uh, that it's no sacrifice at all, I can say. And I try, I have a goal, I write at least a 1,500 words per day. If they are good, if they are bad, if I'm going to use them uh, or not, doesn't mind. I need to write a 1,500 words per day. That means around uh, one hour and a half to two hours. So uh I I can I can manage my schedule that way. The first novel I wrote in six months. So in six months it was ready to be proved. Then I hired an editor and then I started to look for um uh to look for an agent, a literary agent, and I discovered it's very hard if you are in a know. Literary agents love famous people, but they don't love unknowns. <laughs> so I decided to try to find a publisher. And I had lucky uh, because I got a published six months after I started looking for. And with this published came a glorious editor who worked with me until today because I was lucky to find the publisher, but the publisher closes its door six months after they decide to publish my book. And I didn't want to go to the all hard process of trying to find another publisher. I decided to self-publish my books. But I always have this editor uh, who helps me to improve my English, who helps me to improve the text because she asked questions like, hey, Adriana, did you see on last chapter your character was wearing a blue nightgown and the two pages, the pages after, uh, she's wearing a red one. What happened? <laughs> and things like that. So uh, <laughs> it, didn't take, it didn't take long. For the second book, it was almost the same, six months six months for writing and then some time for edition process and it was published. Uh, I'm writing now the third one. I believe it's going to be ready until November and I intend to release in December or January and it's going to be the end of Hidden Motive series. Oh wow, 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 wow. That is so amazing. I mean, first of all, just to be, some people who take them longer. I know somebody who took 10 years to write her first book. So for you to be able to just, you know, accomplish that fit in six months, I think it's pretty, that's pretty, that's pretty cool, really. But I know, you know, yeah. for a lot of people, because there are lots of people who, 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, but Alex, people, you know, maybe even more. But okay, I believe so. uh, regular writers, they write in a different process. They wait for imagination. They wait for inspirational muses. And as I had the practice of being a lawyer, I have to write, inspired or not. Uh, it's just how I do things. And that's the reason it's trickier for me. Wow, that's cool. That is so cool. Okay, you know what, Adriana? How about let's take a quick, uh, let's take a quick uh, break. How about we take a quick commercial break? And we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Okay, sure. Naked Talk with Alex Okorji, and yes, I'm coming to you live all the way from Lagos, Nigeria, in the heart of Africa. Uh, well, just before I went on that commercial break, you know, I was talking to my very special guest, Adriana Gavazoni, I hope I'm pronouncing that correct, who's joining me live all the way from Brazil. Now, she is a famed author, she's a lawyer, and a law professor, and just, you know, authors amazing books, you know, including... Um, the psychological thriller behind the door and her journal. And, uh, you know, one, you know, she received a honorary mention at the Paris, uh, book festival and also, you know, is a golden, um, book award winner. So, you know, it's just so amazing to have Adriana join us all the way from Brazil, sharing with us just, you know, what is taking her to going from dreams to hidden pleasures, you know, to exploring her hidden pleasures and her love for storytelling and writing. But just before we continue my conversation with her, you're tuning in and you're joining this conversation and you want to contribute to the conversation, don't forget that this is a live show and you can call in the show. Now the number to call is plus one three two three six four two one six nine three. Now the number to call is three two three six four two one six nine three. If you're calling from within the US, if you're from if you're calling from outside the US, make sure to use um plus one. And don't forget to use your hand raising effect. Make sure to press one so we know that you want to speak. Now, um, you can, don't forget again, you can, uh, our in-studio chat room, sorry, is not open today, uh, because we were having technical issues, but you can also hashtag, you can hashtag, and it can talk, and of course your contributions or your questions will be read on the show, or you can send us, um, a message on our dedicated WhatsApp number, and the message will be read on the show. Now, don't forget that, you know, if you miss any of the conversations live, you can also catch the archive show on any of our syndicated radio channels. We're syndicating all over your internet radio, so you have no reasons whatsoever or excuses to miss any of our conversations. And you can just always head on to our website at www.benegatalk.live. Yes, because we're live. <laughs> and, of course, you know, just listen to our archive shows. And you can also become a VIP. Yes, you can become a VIP patron. And support us, support the show, and you know, get access to our VIP-only roundtable conversations and so much more. There's a little as two dollars a month. So um, don't forget. Um, now, now that we're back, hi Adriana, welcome back. Hi, thank you, Alex. Okay, so you know, before we went on, the, you know, the break, you talked about your writing schedule and what the process is like. You know, you shared with us. Just, you know, it took you six months to get the first book and, you know, how you found the literary agent and just how you ended up self-publishing, which is, you know, pretty much what, you know, most authors are doing these days. But let me ask you, where do you get the inspiration for your novel? And I'm sure that a lot of your readers and might have asked you this question and people always want to know, you know, where do you get the inspiration? 
my God, it's hard to explain. When I decided to write uh, this novel, I decided I want to write a thriller. Uh, then I decided it should be psychological because I love psychological subjects. Then I start to research about psychologists and psychological subjects. And I thought, oh my God, it's so many things there are in psychiatrists and psychology. What I'm going to choose? Then I came with this idea. Let's go to the forbidden. Uh, why not a psychiatrist? write about sex okay and then I added a psychiatrist uh, who writes about sex who is a professor of psychiatrist and she also receives patients and treat them then I decided I should have uh, it was not complete I needed a serial killer I need someone killing around the place and I, I needed a mysterious story about a woman uh, who was killed by her boyfriend. And uh, so I chose, I picked one disease that gave uh, gave this character a fancy and she was killed while fulfilling her fantasy. And so it's like cooking for me to write. You need a spices, you know, so I get uh, some uh, some mystery, some romance, uh, some murder, uh, some sex, because everybody loves sex, to talk about sex, uh, to do sex, and that's a cauldron. <laughs> it's really a caption. So I can tell where it comes from. Some characters uh, are inspired in people I know phrases I've heard, uh, but others, they never exist, and they live in my imagination. <laughs> so, <laughs> hard to say how I decided for this stuff. I just wanted to write a simple romance, a novel, and then uh, I came with that. And uh, it's so complicated behind the door, because I can say the genre of it. Whenever anyone uh, asks me, uh, and behind the door, uh, it's it's a thriller. I say yes. It's a romance. Yes. It's a romantica. Sure, it is. I can't say which genre it belongs because I just want to put a little thing of everything and give a complete book for the readers. Wow. First of all, let me just say that you know you have this unmatchable way of. You know, ability of incorporating a lot of elements, and like you said, Elia, you know, there's a bit of mother, there's a little bit of sex, there's a bit of thriller, there's a bit of suspense, there's action, there's every bit of it, there's romance and all of that, and and I I think that takes. Can I say this, Adrian? I probably just have a very wild imagination because people are just, I'm sure they're right now saying, "Wow, how can anyone just, you know, mix put all of this together?" And maybe like you rightly said, it's pretty much all cooking, right? So you put all the spices together to create such a beautiful work of art. So let me ask you this. Do you have any attachment to any of your characters? I mean, I know that as a writer, sometimes this, you know, your characters are probably your baby. You know, I write for scripts, for screen, for, you know, I write for film. So I know sometimes I'm attached maybe <laughs> to a few characters. Yes, I am a baby. I'm attached. I'm attached to Lara. I, I think she suffers a lot. And I'm attached to Simone because Simone uh, represents all my female friends, that independent women who fight hard to raise along their kids, and who is a great professional, but uh, who's always seeking for true love. But as she's too rational, too successful, uh, it's hard to find a man uh, that uh, is a partner for all that. So. I love all my characters. I love the guys, especially a lot of guys. Carl, who's a lawyer, of course, inspired by so many great lawyers I've met. And I love all them. It's hard for me to kill them. Whenever I start killing, I suffer to kill them, but I need to. Yeah, oh my God, when you talk about killing them, and some people are like, oh my God, you you have to create all of these beautiful characters and you have to kill them. And I'm sure that, yes, like you said, it probably takes a bit of suffering to kill them because you don't want to see them go. But then you, 
you know, you have to do that for the benefit of your reader. I can imagine. So let me just ask you. Oh, um, I like that. You are a writer. How? You know how it is to be a writer. We we have to put feelings on the things we build. So it's all about suffering. We suffer writing. Uh, we uh, experiment uh, joy, laugh, and cry while you're writing. Uh, I don't want. I don't like to. I don't like people watching me to write because I'm positive they are going to think I'm totally crazy. Because I can cry while you're writing. I can laugh, and it's all about emotions. <laughs> so it's hard not to put uh, your heart in the paper. You have to put your your heart on the paper for a good scene. So true. Very true. Um, so, let me ask Adriana this. What gives Adriana his pleasure? Now, apart from reading books and apart from coffee, if I may guess, what else gives you his, some sort of pleasure? What gives Adriana pleasure? Oh, God. Um, to gather my friends around the table for a nice dinner I prepared, uh, to drink some wine with them. I love that. I love that. That's pleasurable to me. I love to travel. I'm a traveler. Whenever I have the opportunity, I travel inside Brazil. I travel uh, abroad. I love to, to know different countries. By the way, I'm crazy to go to your country right now. And uh, that's pleasurable because, as I said, uh, when we began this conversation, I, I love to try. I love to learn new code, find something beautiful about cultures. And I respect a lot different cultures. So travel is a great pleasure for me. And learning, of course, I try to learn everything I can. I'm very curious. And I love to dance. I used to dance tango. So uh, it's a passionate dance from Argentina. And I love to dance. I love to speak with foreigners. I love to make friends around the world. And those are passions. I don't have uh, many expensive passions. I don't have that. I just love uh, traveling and experimenting and trying and feeling like this. Of course, I would like to have more money to travel more. <laughs> That's what gives give me pleasure. It would be a best pleasure to travel taking my friends to, to see the things that I and all that uh, is great. Another pleasure I have is to go to see the kids and the home for for abused uh, kids that I help to listen to their stories, to receive a hug of one of them, and uh, to know they are getting better, to see they are smile after the nightmares that were their lives. So I try to find uh, pleasures in simple uh, things in life, Alex. Every day when I wake up, I say to myself, today I'm going to find a beautiful thing to do. And I get excited about it because I know something good is going to happen. And that's what gives me pleasure. That is so amazing. And it's true. You know, sometimes it's in the simple things of life. You know, traveling, traveling is such a great way to expand your your imagination as well as as well as your your knowledge of you know cultures and places and you know even reading books is a great way to travel. Now Adriana, I would love for you to come to Nigeria. That would be so much fun. <laughs> right. Yes, yes. I'm I love to be here. Thank you for inviting me, Alex. It's a great pleasure. So you know what? How about we take let's do something. Let's take a quick musical break. I feel like we need some music in this party. It's not every day we have, you know, a famed author from you know, uh, an Italian bombshell who's, you know, the author's amazing award-winning books, you know, suspense and, you know, thrillers and all of that. And I feel like this is a party. So how about we take a quick musical break and we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Sure, sure. Let, let's take a break. T-O-P-S. We're tops. They call me Tony. yeah. Me bad girl, bad girl, will you elevate? 
yeah. All the girls that know them want to relocate. Ah, see me Batman, Batman, moon happy shades. Money spending, na na na. Money spending, na na na. See me bad girl, bad girl, moon elevates. Yeah, all the girls that know them want to relocate. Ah, see me Batman, Batman, moon happy shades. Money spending, na na na. Money spending, na na na. that hasn't changed and I'm coming to you live all the way from Lagos, Nigeria, in the heart of Africa. And just before we went to that, you know, musical break, I've been talking to my amazing guest, um, Adriana Gavazzoni, who's joining me live all the way from Brazil. She is a famed author, an award-winning author. She's a lawyer and a former law professor. And, you know, it's just so amazing to have her right here on the show. We've been talking about, you know, her hidden pleasure is really, you know, her love for writing and storytelling and just how she's been impacting people, sharing, you know, putting together this mix and match of, you know, um, mother and suspense and, you know, action thriller and lots of sex in her books and, you know, just giving us a lot of, you know, goosebumps, you know, while we're reading. And, you know, I started reading her book, so, hey, if you haven't gotten a copy, make sure to go find a copy of her book and, and, and try to get it. And don't forget that you can become a VIP patron. Yes, support us. Come on, guys. But as little as $2 a month, you can become a VIP, and you can get access to some behind-the-scenes. Uh, you can get access to private roundtable, uh, monthly private roundtable conversations for VIPs only. You don't get to listen to it. It's only live for only VIPs if you're a patron. And then, of course, you get our booth extras, our naked booth extras, and lots and lots of other stuff, you know, live VIP, VIP live streams. And, oh, God. You even get a chance to be on the, you know, there's so much going on. Anyway, so, um, just before we, you know, um, if you have questions, I know that we received a question, two questions actually. Um, there's a question from one of our listeners, Mary. Hi, Adriana. Hi. Hi, Alex. I was enjoying the music here. 
you were enjoying the music. <laughs> I was imagining you dancing salsa or something, or tango or something to it. I'm not really sure, but that's Nigerian music, actually. So <laughs> glad that you love it. Um, but I have two questions for you. There are two questions that came in um, from WhatsApp, your WhatsApp, for you. Um, and, you know, I just wanted to ask. So I'm going to read the questions out for you if you're ready for my listeners. Okay, okay. Okay, so there's a question from Mary, right? And Mary saying, hi, Adriana. It's so nice to hear from you. Now, let me ask you, if you had to advise a newbie author who already has a day job, what would you advise them? Oh, if you have a day job, that's my case, uh, you have uh, to try to find time to write every day. Uh, don't wait for when you have time. Make time in your schedule, okay? Uh, success and reaching your goals just come when you uh, do a hard work. So don't wait to have time to do things you want. Just start, just go ahead, just start with five uh, words per day, ten words, put a go, and suddenly when you, you see you are going to have a book in your hand. But if you don't start, it's never going to happen. If you wait for the right time, it's never going to happen. Amazing. So Mary, did you hear that? You have to start. If you wait for the right time, it's never going to happen. So just find some time to write, like, you know, Adriana said, you know, a couple of words at the end before you know it. You might have a book together. Thank you so much, Adriana, for that. So um, there's another question. Um, this is from John, and John is asking, how do you decide a title for your book? I mean, what, where do you get the ideas for? How do you know that a title is going to be a best-selling title? Well, how do you know that? Yeah, how do you know that? Well, for the first book, it was uh, very simple because I was writing a scene where one of my characters was in a nightclub and she invites another character to go behind the door to see what's there. And behind that door, it's a swing club. So behind the door was natural. Just wrote like this. Oh, are you, let's go behind the door. And for me, behind the door, when you open the door, you open the door for hidden pleasures. So it was easy. Uh, the second title was the same way because I wanted to tell the story of the girl who was killed by her boyfriend from her perspective. So as she's called Lara, I call it Lara's Journal. But I'm having a hard time to find a name for my third book. I'm even thinking about opening a contest for <laughs> because it just didn't sprout in my mind yet. I'm waiting. So uh, I believe the book talks to you. Your character talks to you. And when the name is ready, it just sprouts. You don't have to worry too, uh, too much about that because it's a natural process. It's a natural part of writing. You are going to know the right time and the right name. Wow. Well, well, I know, you know, it's, sometimes it's very hard to find a name even for an article. Like, if I read a blog post, I'm like, okay, what should I call this blog post right now? What is going to make people click and open it and read, right? So, that can be a tough process. But, like, you know, I think you have, you're, you have such an imaginative mind that it's so easy for you to just whip up this, these ideas and those things. Um, I know we don't have so much time left before we wrap the show and, you know, I really wanted to, you know, spend some more time talking, but we've been able to, um, but just before we do that, let me ask you one last question, you know, um, Adriana. What would you say is, you know, the most unusual? Like, I, you know, I know that people ask you questions all the time, but let's say do you get questions from your clients or from your students who have by some means read your book. What would you say is probably the most unusual questions that, you know, they ask you or even your readers? Yes, uh, almost 99% of my readers who talk to me, <laughs> Uh, independent if they are friends, uh, strange people, they always ask, uh, have you done such practice yourself? <laughs> so they always <laughs> want to know if I have all the paraphilias I wrote about in my book, all the fetishes, all the fantasies, they think I've been through all them. That That's the most common question. And my answer for that is, 
okay, I didn't murder anybody, okay, because there is a, a serial killer in my book, and he kills a lot, and nobody asks me if I kill someone to do the thing. <laughs> so it's just the same. It's just pure imagination, it's just research, uh, it's just part of the story, it's not part of life. That is so funny. I can't just imagine. <laughs> that is so funny. I mean, but that's so true. Like, you know, people would ask you, right, um, you know, are those your fantasies? Have you tried them? But when there's a mother thing, nobody asks if you kill real people just to be able to write that. So why should they be asking you if you explore those same sexual themes, you know, for you to write that? It's so funny how our, our human mind functions. Well, let me ask you this, Adrienne, for the listeners, if they want to connect with you, how can they connect with you if, you know, people just want to reach out to you or ask you more questions so you can get your book? Uh, they can write directly to me email. I love to talk to my readers. I always answer. My email is adriana at adrianagavazzoni.com. To my website, uh, at agavazzoni.com. To my, to my blog, that is agavazoni.com, Zoni fanpage. Uh, my Twitter is at a underline Gavazoni. Wherever they are going to talk to me, I'm going to answer. I promise that. Thank you so much. I mean, if you're listening and you want to connect with Adriana, just go to the show notes. Just click on her name on Adriana Gavazoni. It will take you straight to her website. And you can find her on, you know, you can find her website and you can find out more about the book and maybe you can get the book on Amazon or, you know, just where you can connect to her on, you know, Facebook and Twitter. I follow her on Twitter and Instagram and you should do the same. Now, Adriana, God, I've had so much fun talking to you and I wish we could have stayed longer, you know, um, but it's been a pleasure. And I'm going to invite you back on the show because you have to come back. We still have so much more to talk about, I know, right? Yes, I know. I would like to be here forever, right? such a pleasure to talk to you, Alex, on the phone, here on the show. Uh, it seems to me I know you forever. It's funny. <laughs> it seems we could have some beers and been talking for the rest of our lives here. Well, I would love to do the same thing, you know, have some beer too and, <laughs> you know, and gossip and talk about, talk a little bit more about the book. But really, I would love to bring you back so we can delve more into the characters. And we definitely need to talk about sure. the characters because I started reading your book, and you know I don't I don't want to I don't want to create a spoiler for the audience because I want them to go get a copy. But I would love to bring you back so we can just delve a little bit into Simone and some of the things going on really inside the book, behind the doors. So sure. that would be a great one, you know, just to bring you back. Whenever you invite me, I'm going to back. Uh, it's going to be a pleasure. It was such a pleasure to be with you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Well, um, all you talk bugs out there, don't forget that you can go right now and get a copy of Adriana's book behind the door. And um, Lara's uh, journal is out right now. So, um, And I know that Adriana is starting her, her blog tour very soon. I know she didn't say anything about that, but uh, maybe she could just tell us a little bit about that just before she, you know, we let her go. Yes, I'm having a blog tour. I started last week and going to go until November. Every week I'm going to have some interviews, some blogs, some reviews about book. There is also a giveaway for people who take part on the blog tour. So uh, if you want to take part, just follow my Twitter for information or my Facebook page and you are going to be informed about the tour and all the stops I'm going to do. Amazing. You know, I just wanted to read uh, Maxwell, <laughs> Maxwell, who's a great friend of ours, and I know that he's um, he's right now just, uh, he just, oh, what's his, what's his, let me just read his message. He says, love, you know, at the Naked Talk, love hearing you two of my favorite ladies chatting like old friends. <laughs> <laughs> I love well, Shout that. out to Maxwell. I love Max. Max is one of those wonderful people in the world that you meet by chance and is dear to the heart. A wonderful professional. I just love him. I love him too. You know, so we have something in common. We both love Maxwell Ivy, the blind blogger. Thank you so much, Adriana, for just, um, you know, just, um, Finding the time to grace us, you know, with your beautiful time right here on the show. I know it's been so hard connecting. Um, especially for me here in Nigeria, but it's 
great that we're having this conversation. And I know that I'm bringing you back very soon. Who knows? Maybe I could bring you back with Maxwell. And we can have some, we can have some, uh, coffee, tea, happy hour, you know, drink whatever, want to drink some wine on the show. Yeah. <laughs> and have so much and fun. And can do a nice show. talk. And as my, my sick character would say, we can have a threesome talk here. <laughs> It would be great. It would be nice. <laughs> Three some conversations. Yes, that would be fun on the naked talk. We could just, you know, get nutty and, you know, have some real talk about, you know, your conversation. That would be fun. I would love that absolutely. <laughs> oh God, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Adriana. This is a pleasure, no, and I know you, that Alex. you know we're gonna be connected some more. Anyway, let me just say this. Congratulations. I know that you're covering. You're on the cover of Rag and coming out very soon. I can't wait for that. Yay! Oh, I can't wait either. I'm very happy about that. Amazing, amazing. Okay, well, till we come back, you know, um, we ha I know we have to wrap it up right now. We have barely two minutes left for the show. So, um, till we come back same time next week on the show. Now, don't forget, oh, not next week. Jesus, there's a show tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow I have um, international tip. <laughs> I have international table tennis uh, Champion gold medalist and oh my gosh, she's an international coach. She's the only female in the entire India who is, you know, um, an ITTF certified trained level coach, you know, level, level three coach. Sorry, what do I know about this thing? But it's great to have Moon Moon Mukherjee who's going to be joining me live tomorrow on the show. And this week is a bumper show. So, um, don't forget, don't, you know, don't, don't, don't make sure you're here. And don't forget, if you know anyone who missed a conversation live with Adriana Gapazzoni, make sure to bring their box back to the show. Let them go and listen to the show. Make sure to share it and let everybody know um, that, uh, you know, we had an awesome conversation. So until we talk again same time tomorrow, I love you for listening. Ciao. Ciao. And thank you, Alex. And good evening, Nigeria.